Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. And here we are with the health and wellness for a golden age, and we are, and we are very much a whole united group of people from all over. We even have a visitor or a new attendee from New Zealand, and he gave us some clues, and I finally got it, and. Uh, it was slow. He gave us a lot of clues. <laughs> so we got it, and he said New Zealand has a new one with a an A instead of two E's. There you go. Like a New York, LOL, York is, is possible in the U.K. York was a very big name in the U.K. That's why it became the New York in this country. So those you Brits have to have it the other way. Is New York a commonwealth state? I am without knowledge. New York is a colony, and it is not a commonwealth. The commonwealth is Pennsylvania, Massachusetts, and Virginia. And Virginia was started by the, uh, Colin, correct me if I'm wrong, the Virginia Company. And it was done strictly for the king, whichever king it was that they came over in 1600. 13, possibly, we have 13 colonies. Of those 13, two of the New England states were never classified as colonies. That is um, Maine and uh, Vermont. They are territories. It was a very interesting thing. 13, a good number. Yes, everybody thinks 13 is a bad number. Oh, superstitious and all that stuff. But actually, the Friday the 13th was a murder day that the Pope at the time and the King of France at the time murdered uh, the Knight Templar were doing good deeds and they murdered them all or let me rephrase it they murdered those they caught many got away and they became the masons which took on a much more sinister type of um of mission i guess you'd call it so that's a whole different thing my age is set on my handle at 13 but i'm older I am only seven because I add my two numbers together and my two numbers together until I get a single number. I am seven. I met a, a lady who was eight and another and a girl that was one. She was only one. Or she she came to ten and she was only one. So <laughs> 
If we can't laugh about our age, we are stuck in stuff. But I wanted to start the program with something. I got a book, a booklet from Bottom Line Yearbook 2018. It's, it's, they want to sell the book, okay? But they have some good points in here that I wanted to share and get on the recording for anybody that wanted to listen to it later. Every one of us has phones. We either have cell phones or you still have home phones. It's really important you look at the bill. Oh, that's why you chose the age 13. TalkShoe only allows 13 at the lowest age. <laughs> that's not the reason I chose 18, 13. Okay. But on your phones, you find that you're going, what am I charged for all this service? charge and all these other things on here. Even look at your electric bill. And I'm going to check out at the uh, with the, the electric company because I think they're, they're pull, pulling a fast one. Even on this thing, getting my electric bill up so I can share that with you. But here's a bogus charges your cell phone company puts on your bill. Did you know that the phone company can legally charge you for services you never asked for? And I'll I'll go back a bit. I learned years ago, people were being charged, and this is when I had a landline, we were being charged uh, for um, computers in the school. Well, those went on for years, and the schools all had computers until it got reported that we didn't need that. And then they took off some. I, I dropped my, my landline. But this, they may still be doing those kinds of things. And here's how it, oh, pardon me. Uh, it's true. In fact, the FCTs, that's the Federal Communication Commission, or Federal Commerce Commission, estimates that up to 20 million people per year are hit with these bogus charges at a cost of over $2 billion. And we wonder why we don't have enough money in our own pocket. Here's how it works. The phone company often acts as a middleman for legitimate service providers like DirecTV and AOL. It bills you for these services on your phone bill, then takes a fee from the service provider. The problem occurs when unscrupulous providers abuse this arrangement. Here's an example. You go on a website to buy a ringtone for your cell phone or to get discount coupons for places where you shop. The website uses misleading language to hide the fact there is a monthly charge. How many times have you ordered something and then you start... And, and this is not even cell phone stuff. This is something that you uh, order. And uh, I'll take a perfect example, Amazon. They're always trying to sell this little wonderful thing. They don't say it's a yearly cost. They don't say it, it, it's just this cost, but it becomes a monthly cost. So you have to be careful. Uh, I've, I've had to cancel so many times with uh, Amazon because of it. The charge then appears on your monthly bill, usually disguised as a service charge, service fee, calling plan, or something equally vague. 
and most victims are none the wiser. Luckily, there is a way to A, get these charges removed, B, receive a refund for charges you've paid, and C, make sure no future charges ever get put on your bill. All you have to do is call your phone company and tell them you've been a victim of cramming. Now, when did we ever hear the word cramming? Oh, I've got to go home and cram for my finals. Oh, I have to cram this into my suitcase. Well, that's what this is. They're cramming it onto your cell phone. Ask them to remove the fee, refund the money, and block all third-party billing. And I'm going to go to my Duke bill. And I know a lot of you don't have Duke, but you have power company. And in the power company, I have my residential service is um, $25.90, and my fixed, get this, this is a power company, fixed monthly lease, L-E-A-F, leaves that fall from the tree, lease 50C charge is $0.67, cents, and a municipal fee of $1.33. So, where are those fees for? Why is why am I paying for the city when the the state is? I mean, pardon me, the property is getting a municipal fee. Why do I have to pay a municipal fee? So uh, do the same thing with your Duke bill or your whatever your uh, energy company is, because it's very important. We stop them bleeding us. They're attempting to kill the golden goose. So here's another one. Since we are health and wellness, this was a very interesting one to talk about. And I may break my jaw on some of these words because I never use them. Urgent warning from university professor. Common over-the-counter sinus medications, including Tylenol sinus, Sudafed PE sinus, Benadryl allergy plus sinus and excedrin sinus headache, those are the different brand names, can cause Parkinson's symptoms. And you know what that is? That's that tremor. Reason, these drugs contain both phenylephrine and acetaminophen, acetaminophen, Taminophen increases the effects of phenylephrine, which can produce high blood pressure, <coughs> pardon me, dizziness, and tremors. Take one or the other, but not both. There's a book in the uh, library at school, and one of it is is prescription addiction. So these can become addictive as just as much as everything else. So here's another wonderful tip that I thought was great to pass on. Hey, waiting on hold when you call a customer service, I get so upset. Hey, when I called AT&T, I'd be screaming by the time I was through because that little little uh, electronic voice was 
Oh, Appert- oh here, uh, Lawfin says, wonder, I believe companies deliberately charge hidden fees to see how much they can get away with right on, as most, are preoccup- most of us are preoccupied with their lives to contest fees. If one contests it, the lady on the other end of the line will apologize and refund you. Exactly. Uh, Apertame is is that chemical thing they put in the uh, sugar uh, things, that the pink or the uh, yellow one that they have for your coffee. Uh, you, you spelled it right. I just can't say it. Let me go back and double check. Uh, no, this was T-H-E-N-Y-L-E-P-H-R-I-N-E was the phenol thing. I am just shooting in the dark. Annoying when they pick up and put you straight on hold. Absolutely. Long, love long chemical names. When you can't spell it, as, as our Colin has always said, I'll break my teeth on it. Those are the ones that you do not take, okay? Because it's very important not to take it. And so here is one with waiting on the call. Few things are as annoying as calling customer service and waiting on hold or getting stuck <coughs> on voicemail maze. That's the one that I dislike the most. I sit there and put zeros in until my zeros get so tiny and they still haven't switched me. So here's a better choice. You probably already know that you can get transferred to a live person by pressing zero. No, not all the time. And or saying representative, but see they don't they don't understand when I say it on my phone. But what about those instances when that doesn't work? In those instances, try talking to the voice recognition system in an angry tone. Yes, getting angry at the machine may get you transferred to a human faster. That doesn't work with AT&T. Reason, some companies are adding software that monitors callers' speech and transfers them to a person faster if they exhibit signs of anger or frustration. Important, once you get transferred to a human, switch from being angry to being pleasant. The phone reps will be most likely more likely to help you if you are nice to them, which is true. I used to get off those things and finally have an operator and I'd say, will you please tell your company that that idiot recording can't hear me. <laughs> so, But AT&T doesn't do that. What I did find, hi Nikki, what I did find was the issue of um, for AT&T, if you read the small print on the written bill, it tells you there is a human man or woman on the other line if you call this specific number. And guess what it says? It's for old folks and infirm. I fit both. <laughs> oh, Seven three five eight. All right, Law Fan PPS, wonder in. I was the one on your beacon call 
on Thursday, last four digits, 7358. Well, welcome aboard. Morpho's going to be on in a few minutes. She probably stayed up late. But so you see, now there's three things that we've had. The bogus charges on your cell phone, the urgent warning about mixing the meds, and waiting on the call. Well, I've got another one here that I thought was very interesting uh, for us. Keep car registration. Do you keep your car registration in your glove, uh, you know, glove compartment or glove box? Wrong thing to do. Keeping your car registration in the glove box can cost you big time. Reason. Thieves wait in movie theater parking lots and breaking, and this could be in a shopping center too, no matter where you park for a long period of time, even could do it at school. But we have at uh, Spartanburg Community, and I believe all schools have heavy monitoring of the, all the cars parked there, people sitting and dallying around the campus. They shoo them off. They have to we, uh, with all the uh, horrible you know, false like shootings and the mind control shootings that have gone on, they have to be 10 times more alert than a movie theater has to be. So the reason, these wait in the movie theater parking lots and break in your car when you enter the theater. While you're enjoying the movie, they're getting your address from your auto registration and using it to burglarize your home. Self-defense. Carry your registration with you or hide it elsewhere in the car, like under the floor mat or in a half-empty tissue box. Be sure not to throw it out. However, the the sleek, the, the guys, will, the thieves will figure that out pretty quick. And here's another uh, wonderful point that I read. Do not ever click on these links. Stan received an email from the post office informing him that a package could not be delivered. The email instructed him to click on a link to arrange delivery. But when Stan clicked on the link, his computer was infected with a malicious virus, our self-defense. Before clicking on any email link, hover, that means kind of swing it around where the link is, uh, and this is for a column because he's learning how to do his computer really, really well. But hover your cursor there over it. Then look at the status bar at the bottom of your browser window. It will show you the actual web address to which the link connects. If it looks fishy, do not click on it. Also, be aware that the U.S. Postal Service does not send emails about missed deliveries. They only leave notices in your mailbox. So it behooves us. I have gotten phone calls. I have gotten emails. Oh, this and that is for waiting for you. My phone calls that I get are for my, my uh, one of them is for the guarantee of my car is going to go out uh, or I owe something on something with the car, just call us at this number. Now, when you get those kinds, they're out of the country and they want to charge you a lot of money. We used to have with our landlines, it became 
horrific bills for many people. But most people are on cell phones, so I'm trying to figure how do they get money. It must be the time that uh, they add. I just don't know how they make money on it. Okay, here I get some feedback from law fans. Sorry, I did not speak. I just thought I would not. Because you asked what state and I am in a non-U.S. state, so I did not speak. No, it would have been fine for you to speak, law fan. Uh, We would have loved to have you because you may have to do this in New Zealand if you're living there. If you're living here in the States, help what state you're in. uh, Also, my computer was hacked, I think, recently. I have four bookmark folders on law, and they deleted them. I... This is a very good point, uh, and I finished that one about not to click on it. Yesterday, no, two days ago, Maryland from Minnesota advised me that, and I think it happened to Orpa, they finished their email, and then it disappears, and they don't know where it went. And, of course, you didn't copy and and save it in your uh, just in your copy uh, thing. And it happened to me yesterday. That I was even warned about it was a good thing. But I, I didn't know what to, it, it all disappeared. And I just put in all this information. And, of course, once I put the information down, it's like, uh, you know, pouring a glass of water down the sink. It's, the water's gone. It's all out of the glass. My brain is the same way almost. So, um, so what I did, and this sounds really funny, I clicked out of that email chain. I did not send it because I attempted to send it. I attempted to to even try and uh, get the, uh, what do you call it, to use that same email to start over again. It wouldn't let me do any of it. So I clicked out of that email back to the the you know, the, I call it the start where all the list of emails are. And then I went back to it. When I came back to it and I went to that email that I had typed, it was there. So whatever Google's doing to take those kinds of emails that you've written some very interesting stuff, go out of that email to your original list of emails, or you've got that specific email, and then go back into that specific email you were working on and see if it doesn't come back. Uh, because we may be able to outbox them. What I am doing, when you do those kinds of extensive emails, copy it before you get to the end of it. So if they do do the bogus sneaking it out to to capture it. It, it, It's so obvious. I mean, even a two-year-old can catch on to that. Mommy, my toy went away. Oh, oh, it's back again, Mommy. What? What is that insanity? So we have to really look at Southeast Michigan is on the call. Welcome, Southeast Michigan. We love having you join us, so this is good. We have world, worldwide, this is great. So 
we're going forward. We've had some really good information. If after the call you want to, well, I'll give my email because the big guys know my email address, so you can send me your email address after the call, but not on the recording. Um, here's something. My computer was hacked, I think, recently. I have four bookmark folders on law, and they deleted them. On the TV series Suits, they have their own techie, IT network guy, and they use him to hack companies. I just finished a book called America. And America, I thought it was about America. I am so humble and so focused on America, the country. Instead, it was called, it was about America, the newest, greatest self-submarine. And it was all really about hacking. It showed how with hacking, this lady was able to steal a, they they were putting a satellite up. And uh, she was able to steal it. So uh, there you are, LOL, uh, Marika. <laughs> We're not Russian, and no, and all that BS about a Russian and all the other stuff. They had their own faults, that, but there's just all this poor sportsmanship going on with the Democrats. And uh, at used to have companies that Pearson Spectre litigation law firm. I ain't no attorney, and that's just TV. But I know how far the so-called controller's attorneys go now. LOL, Amurita. <laughs> but the issue here, the issue here is that we have said for many, 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 many years, all the time that we've been on, and we repeat it, they have to tell us what they're going to do. They can't just do it. It is their code for whatever the cabal is or whatever you want to call them. I call them evil, all caps. You can call them satanic. They're just evil. They must tell us what they're going to do. In the book America, They told us about how the hacking can affect anything that the quote-unquote corporation is putting in the air, what it's putting on the ground, et cetera. It goes into businesses. And what this lady's premise was, she hacked the company that she wanted to get as her uh, client. She would hack them, get all their secret stuff, sell that to someone else, and then she'd go to the company and say, this is why you're being hacked and how you can prevent it. I can do a great job on it. And that's the point they want. And they, that was what she was doing, and she was greedy. She wanted a lot of money, so it's all about getting more money. However, what this America had on it was four missiles, I guess, yeah, missiles that they could shoot underwater to any destination they wanted. 
It had more than four because they put three, six. It had nine. And the first three, they told us exactly how they worked. They had a warhead in it. In the warhead, it was an e, um, electromagnetic pulse in it, EMT. That, when it got to a certain point, it exploded at one thing. When it got to another place, it exploded another section of it. And when it hit something, it would start a fire. But it wasn't like your usual missile would just kind of strafe everything and up. The EMPs affected planes, cars, pacemaker, people who had pacemakers or, or were on breathing machines in hospitals, anybody that had an electronic connection for saving their lives would die. It was very, very important that we actually know that. So if you have a pacemaker, you have a, a defibrillator that you need to have periodically, or you're on an oxygen tank that is actually run off your electricity. That EMP, if it, and when it goes off, will cause all that damage. The other thing that it told, and this was what was so interesting, those that had fiber optics or had encased their copper wiring in what I'm going to say is a Faraday cage type thing. It could be a lead piping, all of it put under lead piping. EMPs won't affect it. Is that not correct, Colin? So that it is very important with what they had that they could save their electronic equipment. And the writer put in, I need to upgrade my internet speed. Now, I had to do that. We're all scared of EMPs, a law fan. This is why I'm bringing it up. What they thought with the, the uh, fiber optics and the lead casing, he wrote that the White House supposedly got burned to the ground. Boom. And, uh, but when it, they talked about the Pentagon, the Pentagon had all its wiring redone to fiber optics. And guess when they did it? Back 30, 40, maybe 50 years ago, supposedly by the book. But I'm sure they have it done. But they got new computers in and didn't do it to the new computers. And I'm saying new computers, they could have been 10 years old. But the issue here, those computers got fried. Everybody's computers got fried that were not protected by the casing. Of course, the hacker, she had all hers outside the area of where the EMP happened. So get this. You know how Washington, D.C. is kind of like a circle. Washington, D.C. was affected, but 
but Maryland and Virginia weren't, and those people could get into town, but they couldn't drive in town because they were blocked by all the dead cars, trucks, fires, trucks, all the other things. Everything is very, very, very dead. So what can we do? Well, right here in Spartanburg, we're building a new high school over here. And we have these huge uh, electric lines going over the the property, which is still raw. And I'm going, are these people going to put fiber optics in this building or are they going to be the fools I think they are and put in the old copper wiring and keep that huge electric line right over the school so those kids are getting radiation 100% more than they would otherwise. Because with fiber optics, number one, you won't get the radiation, I think. Number two, if the power goes down, the school's safe. The doors will stay locked. The kids would be safe. So these are things that we need to ask about in these new buildings, especially dealing with hospitals, uh, schools, etc., because that book was telling us what could happen. Now, it, that submarine did it to Washington, D.C., and it was out in the, in the ocean, and it shot it into D.C. They went up to New York City and did the same thing, but they were more ready. and the fires that got started, I mean, if two pilots got killed, but that's part of the drama of the book, they couldn't stop missiles. They couldn't shoot them down. That was the other thing that was sickening. So it's, it's, I'm bringing it for knowledge. Check it out. How can you make your house, which is full of copper wiring, different? I know I've attempted and have to keep at it of making my copper wire become plasma wire. What is plasma wire? It's coated with a coating that maybe an EMP comes, I'll have some some power. We don't know how to test that. We don't know what way we can test it. Now, Lawfan has something here, and so does Nikki. Okay, I'll show you now. Now, uh, this this was in a book that I'm talking about with the EMP. It's not a physical thing that happened to anybody. It was a book called America by a writer called, and I'll spell his last name, T-O-O-N-T-S. I think it's called Kuntz or something. But here's Nikki. When the FISA was passed in 1978, full disclosure was given in its title, Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act, and she gives us a, a two links that we can look at. Should uh, oh, and then Lawson comes back. Should upgrade from fiber optics to crystal kryptonite, moldavite, and diamond. Now, all of those may be costly for all of us. So, it, uh, fiber optics can be costly. I know and. San Francisco, when I lived out in California and attempted to even do some traveling in the city, 
there was all this construction going on, and I kept asking, what are they doing? Oh, they're doing fiber optics to the big building. Now, I'm talking back in the 90s, they were doing that. So uh, they're just, I think two years ago, they started doing fiber optics in some particular areas here in the Spartanburg area is what I was told. So uh, it's important that we really look at our, our computers will fry if we have an EMP. Uh, everything will fry. However, on YouTube, I saw something that was a great cover for your car. It's a Faraday cover. This gentleman has found materials that has metal in it. And he's uh, been able to make the cloth or have, the cloth is made by somebody else, but it's got metal in it. The metal that'll prevent the EMP from frying your car. Or you can change your electrical lines if you're good at car stuff into fiber optics. Or as uh, Lawfan says, into crystals, kryptonite, or moldavite, and diamonds. Diamonds are a little tricky. The girls want them on their finger or not in their car. Sorry. Almost, oh dear, almost three in the morning here. Attention, pants, stand sucks. So you are in New Zealand. Here where I am, at my only options for internet are ADSL plus two and VDSL. Wow, I want to sleep in a Faraday cage. That's what you should. And take all your electronics. Might get a good night's sleep. Okay, and he wants to marry. I don't know. You have to get on those uh, looking for a, a mate. <laughs> That's what you say, right? I'm looking for a mate. Okay. So are there diamonds are forever? <laughs> Does anybody have any questions? Or uh, I've I threw out a lot of topics. I think I even have one more here that I think is a freebie. Uh, what was it? There was one here about anger hormones, but many of these resource back to what page it is. Oh, I know what it was. Here's the one I wanted to read was early warning signs of a stroke. And this gave a little different pitch on it. When someone has a stroke, every uh, second counts. My, my Elmo, his, uh, who is a uh, kind of like your mentor in um, ham radio, his wife had a stroke. So when someone has a stroke, every second counts reason. Plot-busting drugs like IPA or TPA can prevent permanent damage, but only if they're taken within four hours. If you don't have it, you ain't getting it. So unfortunately, strokes early symptoms are not always dramatic or sudden enough to attract attention. Sometimes they're as subtle as a headache, nausea, or just feeling weak. But here's good news. There's a simple test you can do to tell if someone is having a stroke. The test takes less than a minute, and it's very accurate. 
even if it's done with someone with no medical training. Here's what you do. One, ask the suspected stroke victim to raise both arms and hold them up. Warning sign. <clears throat> Sorry, the truck went by and banged. Okay, Peppy. Warning sign. One arm is slower, lower, or weaker. Two, ask them to smile. Warning sign. Smile is lopsided, and it may be on the same side as the arm that's lower, lower, or weaker. Three, have them repeat the sentence. Linda loves lemon lollipop. Notice all the L's. Warning sign. Speech is slurred. If you see any of these warning signs, call 911 immediately. Do not... Do not drive the person to the hospital yourself. Reason. Ambulance patients receive TPA much sooner than those who don't arrive by ambulance. By calling 911, you may be saving your loved one from brain damage, paralysis, and even death. And we were told at a conference on health given by uh, Spartanburg Regional here in Spartanburg, that by taking an ambulance, you get immediate attention when you get to the hospital. If you drive yourself to the hospital and you have to go through the waiting for your turn, serious damage could be happening. A friend of ours uh, drove himself to the hospital and he said, I think I'm having a heart attack. And they must have rushed him right in but uh, he drove himself. And uh, we had one fellow that I used to work for. His wife hadn't quite gone to work yet, and he said, oh, I have a terrible headache. I just feel terrible. And he collapsed on the porch. That she was home, she was able to call 911, and they airlifted him to regional. He was that serious. So it's minutes, it's seconds. I had another fellow that came into the, um, this what we call A1. It's kind of like your local newspaper, get your candy and chit chat with the neighbors kind of store. And he, he, I only knew him with his cane and dragging his leg. And he told me that he had, he was just about to go out and go with some friends or something. He was going to meet him someplace. And he had this violent headache. And he said, you know, I just feel terrible. He went and got a bag of ice and put it on and laid down on the couch, he thought, for a few minutes. I think it was maybe four days later when he he woke up. He was in the hospital, and what they told him was that the ice had frozen it but it had done enough damage that he had the, that one side affected. But his friends were the ones that found him because he didn't show up. And he was saved from, from any other further damage. But it was like a lot of time. So we're, we're getting on to that. I don't know. I have some 
some text messages that I don't dare take while I'm on the call with you guys. Okay. Diamonds of, oh, yay, matey, lol. My friend died two days ago from a brain aneurysm. My father died from a brain aneurysm. My little half-sister died from it. And he always had migraines. Pulled outside the bank. Oh, he pulled up outside the bank, died with his foot on the pedal and head just on the horn pedal. So people were able to come out and see what the problem. We had one of the fellows that worked for that A1 paper place. He drove up to the um, not was it the water company and was going to pay a $500 bill for the for A1. And he he collapsed right outside his car, never got into the water company. The family thought it was his money, and they took it. And the issue was that um, the, uh, I mean, he the, the owner kept the car for the balance, but it was the fact those are what happened. They're sudden, they're done. They reckon driving and taxi drivers have one of the most stressful jobs. Oh, we are we are travelers here in this country, law fan. More people have to get it that you travel and you have the right to travel. It is not a privilege. It is a privilege to drive, and therefore you are a commercial driver. How many of you have your cars as taxis or your little pickup trucks as hauling things? So there's a whole statement of what we can carry with us as to um, what is the um, issue of you're, you're the one that is able to um, to actually travel and not drive because you are a state citizen, not a U.S. citizen. And you may want to look into that law, Sam, because so much of this is bogus around the country. And I can't figure out the whole thing on that. So we'll have to find out what other countries are doing. So I open up now and jump right in with all that you have because it's important. Anybody want to add anything, subtract anything, or multiply? No, I'm into math. Go ahead. Hello. <laughs> As I don't, okay, here's something else that Lawson. Okay, I apologize. Is move a good word instead of driving? <laughs> As I don't like how the travel is associated with the stove set movement. What's a stove set? Traveling. Do you have a different thing that's going on down there? What's the SOV, S-O-V hyphen C-I-T? What's that mean? Well, we're going to learn in a little bit what that means. Yeah. Oh, sovereign citizen. Sovereign citizen is an oxymoron that the police and the judges created. Yes, there was a group out, I think, in Idaho that used to use it. 
and they were very uh, militant. And so uh, they got a bad rap for standing up for themselves, and so they were they were beaten up bad. And the uh, police and the judges all call anybody who fights the system sovereign citizens. When I was called a, um, when I was stopped at an unlawful roadblock that they have around here, they, um, this is on a dark, on a dark evening, on a side road, and they had a roadblock. And they even took someone's moped away in the dark. I don't know how the party got home. But they arrested me because I said I, I refused to uh, comply. I used the wrong word. Comply is not the word. Consent was the correct word, and I used the improper word. They threw me from the car. They, then they, uh, the policeman had to pick me, pick me up because he damaged my shoulder. I couldn't get myself up. And I uh, got taken to the police car, put in handcuffs, put in the car for two and a half hours. And they called me a sovereign citizen. So you're a sovereign citizen. I said a sovereign citizen is an oxymoron, just like military intelligence or police intelligence. And um, I win brownie points with my mouth. And so... (laughs) So I told them, sovereign means free. Citizen means slave. So you want to be a free slave? That doesn't work. And so that's, um, they shut up and they tore my car apart. I carry no ID with me in my car. In my school books and stuff, I have to carry a, a school ID only for my, in case I have to leave the parking structure but the gal knows I'm a student, but she has to take it anyhow. So what is important is not to carry anything that IDs you as being the birth certificate name. And because they couldn't find anything, and they did rip my car apart, they went through everything, because when I took my stuff out, I saw they went through everything. They found a little business card I had made back when I was in California. Now we're talking. Oh, here's Jerry. Hang on. I'll be right back. Please talk.
Okay, we now have Jerry on with us, and she's got a, a question. Jerry and Gerald are our young dude and dudette. <laughs> yeah, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> and um, they are both in their 80s, and they're ha- she's having a lady come over uh, in a little bit, and they're own the chat. Okay, but here um, they are having this lady's coming over to assess Jerry and Gerald as to going into assisted living. And uh, if any of you have any feedback or any suggestions, um, I know my mother and and father-in-law went into a a system in Illinois, up in the Chicago area, where they were able to function by themselves. They could go by themselves and come back. And then she got very ill. And when she died, then he had to go into assisted living because he really wasn't, he didn't do the cooking or any of the other stuff. And he died pretty quick. But that's my experience. Now, does anybody else have any? Uh, now, these both Jerry and Gerald had operations. What is it? Two years ago, Jerry, that you both. Oh had? golly, uh, yeah, I had an open heart replacement of my aorta valve, and Gerald had a heart attack, and uh, he had a pace make her put in and he recently was in the hospital and a a surgery could be performed if the doctor would do that and I guess they they talked like the doctor would but it wouldn't change his heart problem he would still have problems, and it would be a very high-risk surgery. And oh. then his uh, valve in his aorta valve wasn't closing correctly, and his heart didn't have much strength to pump. So he's was released and he's home now and doing fairly well. He was having a lot of problem with breathing and that that problem seems to have subsided considerably. He is on medication and um his blood pressure is very good, but uh, his, they w- would like, of course, for his heart to be better, but uh, I don't think we're going to be trying to do anything as further as far as, as correction because of the risk. Right, right. There's just so much after a while. And uh, the biggest thing, 
um, that many of us know, Jerry wallpapered and painted houses up to two years ago. And what do you? Yeah, I, I'm still. I still know how, <laughs> but I don't make any money anymore, unfortunately. Yeah, that's the thing, and this sucks. The, the and the things we're looking at are very costly, and, and totally not in Gerald's idea of the way we should be going. Yeah. So does he he think it's good for you to go? Well, I I don't think he's thinking that there's, uh, you know, bad, but uh, he just doesn't think our children are making very good decisions. That, you know, in order to live this lifestyle is, like living in a a beautiful world that we've never experienced, and it takes money to be here. Right. Uh, in this book that I was reading, it's called The uh, Greatest Secrets for 2018. There's one in here that says instead of going to the... Um, to these kinds of homes, I'm trying to find it. Uh, they they suggested a better way to do it, and you have to get the book to do it. So um, let's see if I can find it. Where can I get it from the library? You think? No, it's called Bottom Line Yearbook 2018. And it's about, um, you know, you have to buy it. And if if nobody's bought it, I I wouldn't insist on you doing it. But it's uh, it's about selling. Here's one that I thought was great. You sell your home tax-free, retire on the money, and keep living in the home anyway. And that's something you may want to do with your kids. I'll... Um, Read it in just a minute after I find this other part. But they they didn't say what to do, but it is about the world's longest living people. Oh, and uh, the longest living people in Okinawa. Oh, come on, where are you? Of course they're not finding it. But it, it, what it was was suggesting, and you'd get the answer when you buy the book, is um, that you, I think it's home health care. And you may want to look because it is covered by Medicare. So you oh, won't okay. have cover, you, If you go into assisted living, you will not have it covered by Medicare. It'll come out of your pocket. Right, it's right. It's very costly now. When my mother and father-in-law did it, I mean, we're talking... Oh, my Lord, back at the end of the 90s. Okay. They went in some time around the mid-90s, and they lived for about five. So the pricing is totally different. And uh, that you're in um, Iowa may be better pricing than California, which would have more people. Uh, We have a lot of them around here and in Florida. 
However, it's costly. And right, if have, right. If you have the home health care, and there are many, many organizations now that provide nursing skilled nurses, or um, they have different letters now for them, where they come in, make certain you're all well, give you your medicine, give you uh, whatever else is needed, uh, and make certain, and may even do light housekeeping for you, which is far better than being shoved in something that you don't want to live in, I mean, like cold. I'll tell you the instance. When I moved on this property, and I've said this to uh, uh, many of the people that listen, I moved in, the owner of the property was eight, was 86 at the time, was not on any medicine, was healthy as a horse, and was a wonderful dear lady just like yourself. And she um, she lived in the big house. I lived in the little tiny house that they had originally got, uh, were in when the kids were little and they were all young. Well... The only thing that she was afraid of was the fact that um, she forget to put the alarm on or she had put it on and then opened the door uh, and she just forgot the alarm stuff. But, I mean, I was there and I asked permission to have a dog. So we had a dog on the property and he barked when someone came on. So we were both single ladies. Well, her son decided that she needed to sell the house and he had put her into uh, assisted living. Now, he put her in a very lovely assisted living. She had a wonderful two-bedroom assisted living apartment and it was ground floor. And she was a doll maker. She made dolls and dolls clothes and stuff like that. And she had the second bedroom to show her dolls. And they were they were beautiful. And I went over and visited her. And she said, I am so lonely. None of my friends come. What had happened, where she lived was kind of central to where her friends would come and visit her. And they'd go out to a lunch or something or go to a little event. And she was fine with that. She was, she was totally able to get around. And she... Um, She told me, she said, I am so lonely here. My friends don't come. It's too far. Now, when you, as a bird flies, it was like three miles. But it was a lot of driving on the street for her elderly friends. And they Uh didn't see her. And so within two years, her son, within that time, her son, uh, she became very nervous and despondent. They put her on meds to uh, for the the uh, despondency. Wouldn't you be despondent if you were taken out of your home you've been in for 40 or 50 years? Hello. Right. And so uh, the son had her put on the meds or the doctors put her on it. She was dead in two years. Oh, No. Beautiful okay. lady. And that's what happens because it's lonely. How many of your friends are going to come and see you? Yeah, I don't know. They're, you're in close proximity to everything you're used to. 
See if you can right. have them look into home care. It, I don't know the name except that it's a, a actual registered nurse. Of, uh, and there, as I said, there's different levels of them. There may be practice, practice, practical nurses or something. I wish Oprah were on. She would be able to tell us. And uh, but there are different um, different levels of nurses that do come up that do do uh-huh. this. And there are companies that do it as a full time company. And if they can't make it, they send someone else. And if you right. don't person you can say it's not a it's not a match here would you send someone else uh-huh okay because people we're going to be faced with this problem not now for some of you but eventually and uh that's another thing i wanted to bring out many uh, something i read either in this book or something i read someplace else most people's tips and back problems are muscle problems. I find okay. when, when I sit in a chair too long, it's harder for me to get up out of the chair. I attempt to get up without help, so I use my body to get up, not the chair. Uh-huh. And the muscles atrophy if we do not use them. And as we're with health and wellness here, it's very important we look at these things. So much of what we're doing today, and this goes for all ages, we're sitting in front of a TV or a computer screen. Uh-huh. Not moving around. Now, what, what did you say the name of the book was? The, where I got some of these tips is called Bottom Lines, and Bottom Line is a publishing company, Greatest Secrets 2018. Greatest Secrets 2018. Right. It's a brand new for the 2018, and it, it, it's one of those books, um, Jerry, where you get tidbits of a lot of stuff. I've been reading. Yeah, okay. Very good. Yeah, I've been reading tidbits for people that aren't in the book, but I think are very important for us on this health and wellness. Here's one that I forgot to do. It's a link is found between dental x-rays and brain tumors. Let me get my specs in here. Because so often... Uh, does your tent- dentist routinely take x-rays of your mouth? If so, right. there's, there's a new study that you should know about. In the study, Yale researchers found that people who had yearly, I get that, yearly x-rays were up to three times more likely to develop brain tumors. Yes, three times. Okay. While it's true that modern x-rays use less radiation than in the past, any radiation exposure is risky. And what do we keep putting up against our heads? Cell phones. And the risk is cumulative, which means your risk increases with every x-ray you take. I go to the dentist two or three times a year. 
but haven't had an x-ray in probably 10 years, says Dr. Keith Black, chairman of the Department of Neurosurgery at Cedars-Sinai Medical Center. Dr. Black's advice, never let a dentist give you routine x-rays just to be safe. If That's where cat, I am. <laughs> that's it. And you say no. If there is a okay, cat... Okay, and I, I need to go right now because I've missed my appointment. Well, I'm glad you're hearing this then. Uh, I am there, too. If there is a cavity... Uh, I've thought of that before because I, I you know, Gerald tells me over and over and over how important it is for people to keep track of x-rays and how much, I don't know, he knows the right word for it that they're receiving. He does, and that's very important that he's telling you that because if there is a cavity or other problem, ask the dentist to x-ray only that specific area. Now, what compounds uh-huh. this for most of us is that our cell phones, I wear what they call a Bluetooth head uh, headpiece. It's a mic and everything. Okay. You can hear me. If I'm on my phone, my little dumb phone, I have that up to my ear, and that's radiation going into it. What these kids are with these smart meters, smart meters, smartphones, they're holding it in their hand. I wonder how many more of them are going to have cancer of their hand. Yeah, I don't know. We don't know. It takes 10 years just for it to show up. That's why this was interesting. And he says... um, the, the doctor himself hasn't had an x-ray in 10 years. That's the same thing with the mammogram, with all these other things that we're doing. You're getting radiation. I know it. And, and they I, all... I need to get a mammogram also. No, you don't. When was your last mammogram? Oh, golly, I don't know because I refuse to have one. Good. Uh, I told the doctor I thought it would be wise if he stood up to that metal plate and put his private up on it and let them squeeze the hell out of him to see how he liked it. <laughs> oh, Jerry. Oh, Jerry, you're great. That is exactly right. Oh, dear. This is too wonderful. That is too wonderful. Uh, although our personal... I, I don't think very many men would do that, do you? <laughs> no, none of them would. <laughs> but they want us to. But Nikki but, and but Spanish, You get the picture, you know. How they could do that? And what that squeeze do? But... It reminds me of a boil or something, and flat, um, um, flat thing comes 
down the street with all of that pressure, like a big truck driving for you, and where's the end of it go? I would say there's a cancer problem. You just yeah, yeah. forced it to go through everything in your body. There you go. Um, I have LaFan, and he's from New Zealand, uh, Jerry. And he was saying, he would say, uh, save your money and buy natural supplements. Well, I want to tell you, LaFan, this young lady who is 83 years young was always on wonderful supplements. It is only because her children do not believe in her supplement that they're having the problem. This is the problem. If we cannot get our children to deal with what is actually going on, I take no medicine. I know as soon as something happens to me and I'm put in the hospital, they'll want me on those medicines. I won't go on them. You know, I I was wanting to tell you that uh, I think you would love to get the literature and you could get the free um, information on your computer, which I can't do now, but I do get the letters from Dr. West from Monterey, California. Oh, Monterey, okay. I'll tell you his opinion of aspirin, which he'll say, it's going to come back. Doctors all wanted you to take aspirin. Don't do it. Correct. Well, you see, when I joined Melaleuca, Dr. Folks, was the doctor that had all doctors giving aspirin. And that idea has still stayed there, which is what he's saying. Yep. Well, the craziest thing, Gerald went back to the heart doctor, and what did she give him? A little sample bottle of Bayer's aspirin. Correct. And it was the smallest amount of aspirin you could take. Like, uh, I don't know what size, but now that's what they want to know. Are you taking aspirin? Well, he said yes. But actually, Melaleuca said no aspirin. Dr. Folks said that's the biggest mistake they made about giving everybody aspirin. Correct. And he has a product with Melaleuca. They, I mean, Melaleuca has a product. It's called um, oh, CV, Provax CV. Take that in place of aspirin, which is what Gerald does. Good. 
And he's been doing it ever since they came out with it. Melaleuca came out with a heart heart problem program protocol. It was a, a progesterone, I believe, was the name. I, I'm sorry, I almost have to look at the word to say some things. And Provax CV and, um, oh, what is it that You're doing they things. want a lot of people to take? Um, well, my brother believes in... Yeah, my brother believes daily bowel movements also. You know, like milk of magnesia, but it isn't milk of magnesia. It's something like it. Yeah, I'm. I wouldn't know what. Well, it it would affect you like milk of magnesia would, but it's oh gosh, I I can't think of the word right now. But uh, I know my brother used uh, aspirin, and he swore up and down and how wonderful it is. But he died, and um, my... Uh, and it, it causes your skin to have a lot of bruises. Oh. No, I'm talking to your friend, Wonder Ann. He says, hey, because... Are you gonna stay on that phone now? Who who likes a, a, a word like that for their name? That's what Gerald calls me. <laughs> Dean, cause I said, why do you call me that? He said, because you're always deaconing around with something. Okay. Well, I know with uh, the fact that the heart doctor I was going to, because we have Louis Dietz, you said you had your aorta expand. That sounds kind of like a Louis Dietz type of uh, syndrome. And uh, what, uh, I, I mean, I have one son that has had three of those operations, one, another son with one, and two of my nephews have had the operation. My dad had it, oh. so it's a family thing. But he, my, the heart doctor I was going to to make certain I didn't have the, the problem wanted me to go on aspirin. I said, I'm allergic to aspirin. It gives me a headache. Oh, do what you want to do. And he got real drama about it. And I don't go back to him. I don't need someone okay. like that. Okay. Yeah. What uh, La, uh, Law Fan and uh, Nikki are saying, there's all of uh, zinc is a healing mineral, but zinc or take deep, deep stuff. Stay away from calcium supplements. Calcium supplements will mess you up, uh, mess hormones up, stiffen your muscles, and possibly harden arteries. We get too much calcium in what we have and not enough magnesium. And what I just learned from our property manager, you need vitamin K to get the magnesium to work to um, actually, pardon me, strengthen your bones. You but you see, if you're on Coumadin, you cannot take 
vitamin K. You yeah. cannot take green, healthy vegetables. Oh, my God. Those are all things, and that's why Gerald does not, he quit taking all of that. Wow. On his own. He said, why, when they have these things that are supposed to be so good for you, and then you take a drug, and they decide you can't take what's supposed to be so good for you. Well, this is a, a question so we've he, had here. He now takes melaleuca's vitamin K because... He no longer takes Coumadin. Oh, I still have to have Coumadin. And, and I'll tell you, uh, uh, Jerry, if you go in to that uh, assisted living, they will put you on their medicine and no supplement. Wow. Well, anyway, all of you, look uh, Bruce West, Monterey, California, doctor, ask if you're interested, how do I get your messages on the computer? Or I, I bought his book. It cost me $120. Um, he highly advises everybody, everything, to take cod liver oil. Oh, we grew up with that. <laughs> now, he has a product called IUP. I, I get urinary infections. Uh, the greatest thing you can do is take that product. You know, by the, the next morning, you'll probably feel like you healed yourself. Wow. I've just had an infection. Yep. And yep. I've been taking it. Last night, I went in to have a urine sample, and I gotta find out whether how it is today. The doctor's supposed to call me, but what he doesn't know won't hurt him because if I'm fine, I know where to give the credit, and if I still have an infection, I know the product I'm going to take. Excellent. It's called IUP, and he has it. And what it's made of is colloidal silver. Oh, there you are. There you are. And, and uh, Colin has taught us how to make that. And, um, Jerry, is this all under Melaleuca.com? No, it has nothing to do with Melaleuca. Oh, oh, my bad. However, so. Melaleuca did do some testing, and they've got a wonderful uh, line of, of uh, health 
products which they highly recommend people take because it will make her reading in your whatever you're testing different in a very short time. Okay, well, Jerry, tell me the name of the California doctor again and his site. Dr. Bruce West, W-E-S-T, at Monterey, California, healthalert.com. Say that again. Healthalert.com. Dr. Bruce West. You will love to get his newsletters, and he will print them on the television. I mean, computer. Yeah. Okay. Very good. He says heart problems are the very easiest problem to resolve. Absolutely. I'm doing a... And he says, do not take shots. Vaccines are bad, bad, bad. Interesting. Very, very interesting. Um, Wow. Okay. Um, Nick, uh, pardon me, um, it's important that we uh, we look at what is best for our own body. And, and here, Gary, with being 83 and being really not respected, I'm sorry, Gary, by your children and what you've done to stay to get to 83. And I'm 85. Uh, oh, oh. I am so sorry. (laughs) (laughs) No, I kind of like that. That's okay. (laughs) Well, the point is, even more so, she was doing paper hanging, which I can't even do at my age and couldn't do it when I was younger, and she's been doing it for 20, 30, 40 years at 80, up to 83 years of age. So that's you know, and I had a lady that called me. She said, "Jerry, I didn't have any idea you would do this, but she had wallpaper she wanted to take off and rehang." And she said, "Really? You think you could do it?" I, I said, "I think I could." Not a problem, and and I did that for her not not too long ago. However, she said to me, "You know, I told Ben, which is her husband. He was a eye doctor. I made eyeglasses. He made my eyeglasses." And she said, "I can't believe." Jerry gets up and down like she does. She said, my God, I can't even do that. That's the point. That is exactly my point. Most people are, their their muscles atrophy because of the fact that they don't move around enough. 
and we move around. That's why, for me, going to school is actually a great boon for me because right. I have to move around. I pull my little uh, my little books around with me. I make certain I get stuff done. Uh, I have to dra- I travel to school. I'm active. Well, and I like to mop my kitchen floor with an ice cream bucket with my Melaleuca cleaner in it and a rag and sit on my toolbox. There you go. And scoot it around the way I need to. There you go. Perfect. And I I like to do that to my basement floor. There you are. Which which is about 24 by 12. Wow. I I painted the whole thing. And they call you old. On my toolbox, scooting around on the floor painted it, and gave it two coats. There you go. That's the point. It's all possible. Everything is possible. Oh, right. We, we've got to be able to to be more in charge of who we are, and this, this is really what you're, you're telling us. Well, what I think People are afraid of the job. Gosh, I've never done it before. What do you get a can of paint and open it up, stick a brush in it, and start going? See what the next move has you do. There you go. Very good. There was many times when I got myself in trouble with wallpaper, and I thought, how in the heck am I going to do this? Well, I was there to do it, and I I had to figure it out. Yes, that's exactly the point. You had to figure it out. Yeah. And, and it got done, and I was one of my very important things was to me is that people were satisfied. Correct. Correct. If they were happy, then I knew I did my job okay. There you go. And that's what it's about. It's about doing a good job. And it's about it is. It is. It, it is so important. I don't care what kind of a job you have. If you did your good work, you did all that is expected of you. Mm-mm-mm. There you and, go. And, and good overcomes evil always. Evil don't have a chance if you intend to be good. That's exactly right, and I've got another side of that that is very important for us to get. We as good people give ourselves 
barriers, i.e., oh, I don't want to hurt their feelings. Oh, I don't want to harm them. Oh, I don't want to uh, start rumors, etc. Those are our barriers. They're good barriers because we do not want to harm someone. However, evil has We are a creation of God. Uh, well, and what on earth did God say after everything? He saw that it was good. And who who are we to con- in person? You know well, what well, this, what well, happens? This. What does our computer tell? Oh, not 
get through to them. But we will reveal who they are to the other people that thought they were really good people. I just read a book uh-huh. by Margaret Truman, and it was about a uh, the president, of course, in the White House, in a murder in the White House, etc. But it really was about this gentleman having this wonderful facade of what a good guy he was. He had uh, come up with the president from a senator, and he was now secretary of state. He was murdered in the White House. And all sorts of scum came out after they he was dead. We do wow. not know. And it's important that we, the people that are not psychopaths, say exactly the, the truth about what this person has. Facts. It's not about finger pointing. It's about this guy did this, 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 and this. And I want you all to know about it. And that's how we will start really knowing who are the psychopaths. If we just sit back and say, I don't like what he's doing. Speak up and say you do not like it. Do not sit there and be just passive. Our passivity has us in this position. Why do you think back in the old days of the knights and the kings, they would come down into the cities and kidnap the women and rape, pillage, and plunder them and then throw them away as garbage? Because, they, number one, they didn't want the, uh, the numbers of families. And two, if they especially were members of the family of someone that was outspoken, whom they would have killed at the door, uh, and all his women would have been raped, pillaged, and plundered, and all their homeland, etc., would have been all taken away because it belonged to the king. So most of the people learn, keep quiet, do not say anything. That has carried over for centuries. We cannot be quiet. We cannot be silent. We cannot allow the pillage and plundering that's going on. We must stand up and be leaders. We must be very much part of the leaders because, and our friend down in New Zealand is talking about the, um, he and Nikki are talking about um, the um, the queen and the different things she, and her beehive is in New Zealand. Here's a wonderful line. I hope I can get back up to it, uh, Law Fan, what you said about the queen of England. I am not sure about the word global. What I do think is the Queen of England is not a human and her beehive is in New Zealand. Now, he lives in New Zealand. Nikki said, Rothan, could this, the treasury, be why naturalization is being shifted to documentation by global crown entities, Section 7 of the Crown Entities Act 2004, she is not a um, law fan saying she's not reptilian, but an Andromedan insectilian instead. She presumes queen over earth and humans. That's evil. That's, that's no barriers whatsoever at all content, con, connect. Even the name United States uniting all the states of the planet 
or Earth Gaia, what have you. Uh, Nikki, is this the Crown Entities Act 2004, a New Zealand Act or an Act of England? And uh, as New Zealand is so-called a part of the common wealth, but in de facto, we are a republic and govern ourselves without the Queen's orders, and that's true. The Treasury, the Terrace, Wellington, 6011, New Zealand, Post Office, and that's an address in New Zealand. Okay, and a telephone number in New Zealand. Ceremonially and de jure, the Queen of England is respected, but if England interfered possibly, we would say bye-bye. That is what a republic can do. That is why we, uh, quite a few of us, there's four of us on here now, that are working to do exactly that. We must bring the republic back and take this evil out. We must tell the people, these are these people are doing this, 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 and this. And these are the dates, the times, and the place. We can look at all these false flags. Those are exactly what need to be said, but not via the television with their lies on the computer telling the truth of what's going on. And the murders they've done after the shooting in Las Vegas. So there's a lot of stuff going on that people we have, we cannot sit here and say, those are bad people. We have to stand up and say, they're bad people because they are doing this, 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 and this. If we do not start doing that over and over and over again, uh, we're, we're going no place. It's really important we stand up. And in uh, every entity, if your church is, it's got the flags in front of it. Start telling people. You know what that, that means? We have no voice. We, the people and members of this church, have no voice because those two flags represent the, con- the corporation, not our church. And you need to say that to pastors, and you need to say it to parishioners. In your schools, in your public schools, you need to say no more radiation in these schools do you know how many cell towers are surrounding the schools today? Know what they, why they're doing it? Oh, we need to have them have uh, this, their cell phones available. They can't have the cell phones in the school and on. They have to have them in their locker or they're supposedly taken away from them. Are they dangerous also, Wonder, and the, the, the cell stations? The cell towers are extremely extremely dangerous for the kids, especially when you're getting them cross-vexed over the school. They, they are sterilizing the boys. They're sterilizing the girls. They're giving them other kinds of diseases. The amount of children with cancer is getting larger and larger. I can't say pandemic yet, but it, they're probably pretty close. They kept it pretty well under the tap. Why? Because of all the radiation. They're in front of computers. I don't know how early they start. Maybe Nikki knows or someone else knows how early a child in a grammar school is put in front of a computer. But I do know mamas buy them the little tablets and they hold them on their laps right over 
all of their genitals uh, and the rest of their um, stomach organs from the time they're two or three. Excuse me, that's too much radiation for a child. It's enormous. We're poisoning. They have radiation in them, the tablets. Oh, yeah. It's all, it's all from radiation. Oh. It's all from radiation. Okay. Those tablets, the little books, and um, the cell phones, everything has radiation coming off it. So just having these x-rays two or three times a year is very dangerous because that's really stronger. However, daily usage. And these smartphones, they use their fingers. They're getting it in yeah. their fingertips. Well, as much as I'd like to hang on, and I'm going to have to let you go, but I'm real happy that I was able to be with you as long as I could today. All right. I'll hear from you tonight at Mm -hmm. 6, but I'm supposed to take my daughter to out to eat for her birthday. All right. Well, you wish her a happy birthday for all of us, and you have a uh, good Oh, birthday. okay. It's, her birthday is past, but oh. this is the day that we chose that we would go and go and do it. Good for you. And Donnie is on, so, uh, but he has not Hi, Don. <laughs> There you and go. And then I'll, I'll talk with you again, too, Don. Okay. Well, very okay. good. I, I love you all. Bye-bye. Love you, too, Jerry, and I hope we gave you some advice as to how to Yes, you did. Oh, okay. Bye-bye. Right. Bye-bye. All right, everybody. This was very, very interesting. We've had our New Zealand law fan giving us a feedback on the queen, and we now have a link for getting some better um, information from a Dr. Bruce West. I've read some of his stuff, and he has some really good um, points to bring out. Okay, and here we are. Uh, Nikki's bringing out all, all bets is mere bits and bites. It's just a matter of tapping a button and reconciling an account. Go, girl. That's exactly right. We are totally so much in an electronic age, aren't we? Nikki, are you the lady they call Orpha, or is that another one? Orpha's another lady. She's our non-emperor. And I, I, I am here. I couldn't, I, Skype wouldn't let me on earlier, so I just figured out what was oh. going on, got taken off, and I'm here. <laughs> Oh, I, I saw you. Come on. I thought that was great. Thank you so yeah. much. Yeah. We've been having a lively conversation. This I gentleman that, This gentleman that is on, Law Fan, was on our call last night, and he didn't give his number because he was down in New Zealand. Oh. Yeah. Wow. I could have typed New Zealand. I know how to type. Uh, Orpha is, is this other lady, uh Nikki is Nikki, and Orpa is Orpa. 
Yeah, we got it straight. Okay. Yeah, we're 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 two we're two different people. <laughs> there you are. Two different women. Not yeah, people don't Yes, I, I know. It's so hard to figure out what language we should be using. Good grief. We might yeah. need to start our own. <clears throat> I try go. I try to watch that, but Yep. Hey, it's early in the morning. What can I say? I know. What can you say? But uh, <laughs> it's been a lively. I've had a lot of uh, interesting little tidbits that I've been reading from this Greatest Secrets 2018. I hope some of you uh, will be able to go back and listen to it. I'll, I'll attempt to remember to put it on a follow-up. But uh, Jerry gave us Dr. Uh, Bruce West, and I'll have to uh, look at it because I didn't get the .com. Uh, correct, but I, it was hard. Sometimes the phone had Jerry's voice going in and out, so I didn't get it very well. Yeah, well, well she did say .com, but um, I want to say something. Melaleuca, there's the company Melaleuca, and then there is um, when you – Melaleuca is actually the correct term for tree t- – uh, t- Tea tree oil. Yeah, tea tree oil. So, like in doTERRA, which, you know, I get essential oils, if you want the um, tea tea tree, I don't know why I'm having a hard job saying that, tea tree oil, you you get the melaleuca. So, I, I don't know if that's, you know, and anything that says tea tree in it, they could say it's got melaleuca, well, it's the same thing. Oh, okay. That's that's good to know because I didn't connect that at all. And yeah, I didn't, I didn't think you were, but I, I, I wasn't going to break in on your conversation. So, yeah, anyway. But, but Jerry, Jerry's been a melaleuca dealer for over 20 years. And when right. he had, had the operation uh, two years ago, her kids took her off all that stuff. Hmm. They didn't get how valuable it was for she and Jerry. And they did, oh, we got to do what the doctor said. No, the doctor will kill you. Yeah. So uh, that's why she, she had to get off because the lady was coming in to interview them to have them go into assisted living. And her kids are all for that, but it's like the worst thing for them. These are two active people. No matter how sickly the kids think they are, they're far more active than she's 85. So he has mm-hmm. to be 87. Yeah. And they beat um, all the stuff they've tried to give them. So. Even Lola feels that way? No. But Lola's not in town. These uh, are in town children. Okay. They're tired of having to take care I of them. Yeah, I, I didn't think Lola would have been feeling that way. <laughs> no, no, she's very yeah. much for the uh, yeah. supplements and was very much in support of what Jerry was doing. She just can't tell her cousins that that's the worst thing to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, And this is important for all of us. I mean... We really have to put out a statement um, for ourselves that we're kept 
on non-pharmaceutical uh, drugs. As I know for myself, my body will crap out, pardon my French, but it will crap out. Mm-hmm. And uh, because I am very allergic to all the crud that they put in that stuff. And it's not for your betterment. What was it uh, uh, even Jerry was saying, and I think um, Law Fan was saying, they put stuff in that is, is not good for you. And your right. body reacts terribly to them. It's all chemicals. Well, and that, that Coumadin, you know, it like she was saying, you know, mm-hmm. it prevents you from eating the good food that has the same stuff in it. Now, why yep. don't the doctors just say, look, go home and eat as many greens as you can possibly get your mouth around. And, and you'll get, get your vitamin K and it'll be, it's a natural blood center. That's why they can't eat green vegetables um, when they're on Coumadin, because it overdoses the vitamin K. Well, the point is they don't, they don't make money from it, Orphan. Oh, I know they that. I'm just saying, and I know that's what killed my next-door neighbor. Well, and uh, this is why we have to keep saying it out loud. The reason they die is the doctor makes money on the crap he gives to his patients. I said to a girl that was a young girl came into where I study, and she was sitting down, and I said, so what's your major? She said, well, I go into it. I'm flipping back and forth between education and medical. And I said, which do you like better? And we got into the discussion, and I said, do you believe the medical field is helping people when they are, come in and are sick? And she said, no. I said, then why would you want to be in an industry where they don't help people? What about going into the alternative medicine area and find something in that area that might be more in your line of interest because what it's doing is just making more robots to do it. Well, we've always done it this way, so we have to do it. No, you haven't. We had, we had herbs. We had wonderful mm-hmm. stuff. People live. They didn't always have these chemicals. Chemicals are the worst thing to put in your body. And that's all the pharmaceuticals are giving you. If they can't figure a chemical to replace what you're doing, which they've done with Special K, then they'll do that. And that's exactly the point. It's money, as we all know. It's all about money. All about money. Okay. Well, and there's been a whole conversation going on over here with Law Fan and Nikki. I'll have to put it into an email so you guys can see what all the learning that's going on over here. I hope you don't mind that, Law Fan. I think this is a, a real good point. You two have been chatting in over here. It, uh, it really gives a lot of stuff. There's some wonderful links here. It's a slideshow, and it's Corporate Social Responsibility. The responsibility, dealing with political exposure. Whoa, Nikki, I do need to send that out. That is so invaluable because we must expose. That has been something that I really got. There was a video I sent out to everybody, and it's called uh, About the Jesuits. And in it, it was about two gentlemen talking to the... um, the uh, moderator, and 
they were saying they were the ones where I learned about evil has no boundaries. We do. We set up our own boundaries because we know we do not want to hurt anybody. Well, we need to make public who the psychopaths are. And we are full of psychopaths. We are full of um, many brain, uh, mind control people who have been trained by the Jesuits. Trained by the Jesuits. So this is very important. Many of you, I don't know if you were born and raised Catholic. I was born and raised Catholic. My brothers went to Jesuit schools. I did not. I went to Dominican and uh, these, uh, uh, what do you call it, cloistered nuns down in Rock Island, Illinois. And one of my other, uh, one of my other brothers, uh, my youngest brother, went to a Carmelite school. He didn't want to go to a Jesuit school. He's the only one I could talk to about what was going on. My 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 second brother thought, well, he was he was a card carrying communist, and he thought we were all nuts. But the, my oldest and my third were, um, you, you can't talk to him about it. And, and I believe my third brother was mind controlled when he was in the military. So I just leave him alone. I leave him alone. Mm. And it's the only thing you can do because it's not worth the fight. He's a year older than me. He's an old fart too. So, <laughs> <laughs> But it's it's good. So, uh, so what else? It's almost it's ten fifty three. Is there any topic we talked on many different things I brought up? So, Oprah, I hope you can get back on there. This is fun having you on, Law Fan. Look at all that you put in the chat room. Law Fan was actually Oprah. I think you heard me say that he was on the call last night. He was on yeah, he was. He was one of those calls that didn't answer or something. Yeah, he had I had to, to drop. He had to drop. Yeah, yeah. But he said he didn't want to put down his country only because uh, it wasn't in the state. Well, he oh, should he... have just said, I'm not, I don't reside in the uh, United States of America and just leave it at that because we, well, we knew he would. We, we, you know, it, it would be great to have someone on from outside of the United States of America because once we do this, it's gonna, it's gonna spread worldwide. People are gonna know what what we're doing, and it's gonna, it's gonna be good to have people out there, outside of the U.S. of A. To you know, with the support, because they may have to do the same thing within what you know what their government's doing anyway. You know, but we can set a huge example here. We can be the precedent, if if you will. You know, I I see this thing going worldwide. Right. I mean, right now, right now we have to work within the confines of you know the US, USA but um 
again, even here, we're just at the beginning step. We're at the first step. We're we've got who knows, twenty more steps to go. Who knows? Who knows how many steps are out there to, yet to go? But we are infants in in doing this. So, well, Jim even said that once um we do this, it's going to be announced everywhere. Everywhere is going to know that we've we've done this. So, kudos to you for coming on our call. That's awesome. I'm That's right. not sure how to pronounce his name. Law Pan. Though two law. words, a law and a pan. Law Pan? L- like yeah, L- that, that's his call name on the board. Okay, Law Pan. Um, mm-hmm. So welcome, Law Pan. You know, just come on, just speak up, you know, on the call. Just say, this is Law Pan. I don't, you know, reside in the U.S. of A., but I'm here... Through, I mean, how did he find out about our call? He had he had to have <laughs> found somebody because, well, it is on kind of on the internet a little bit, I guess. But um, well, he got from Charles, uh, our California, uh, Oregon Charles. And okay, uh, great, and, great, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So just say I, you know, I, I I heard about your call through um, Charles. Of course, Charles. we got a several Charles now. <laughs> I heard about you from Charles from Oregon, but anyway, you know, just let us know that, you know, that, that helps us to know, okay, you're, you're not, you know, someone trying to infringe here, Um, but we realize that you don't reside here, so you might not be able to help us with the jurors in the territories we need, you know, help with, but Certainly, you're welcome to be there, you know, because I, I think we're going to need all the help we can get, you know, yeah, for support. He, he for may support. know other people. Yeah, he may know people here. Yeah, that's right, mm-hmm. you know. So we don't, you know, discourage anybody from coming on the calls, but it makes us a little nervous when somebody doesn't speak up. That's when I get nervous. I go, okay, who's trying to, you know. But just because you don't reside here doesn't mean you can't participate, you know. So welcome. And, I, you know, it's awesome knowing you did try to get on the call. But, but not knowing who you were, we, you know, I hope he understands why he was yeah, he comprehends, uh, and it's interesting. He said, oh, "Ha ha ha!" Well, law fan is my handle. He calls it his handle. I call one <laughs> ram my street name. Uh, so, okay, cool. I like to listen. Yeah, I was thinking you would think I was a subversive, or an agent, or a cop, or something. Well, you could be all three of those. We would never know. However, if you're getting some value out of what we're saying. Maybe you can become a better whatever. So that is what we look at because we are going past our barriers. We must go past our barriers and do and, a uh, better job. Yeah. And I'd like to say, too, we know that there's, you know, two sides for everything out there. You know, we, we've often talked about the 
you know, there's a public and a private of The Hague, there's a public and private of the UPU, public and private of the Pentagon, and why I want to keep forgetting that fourth one. Um, it's, it's the UN. The, tr- the UN. <laughs> They're the ones we're trying to prevent from coming in here, right? Um, yeah. So I I believe, too, well, I know also that there's also, you know, police officers and probably, you know, maybe FBI agents or whatever. I'm not so sure about CIA, but, you know, there are people on these aspects, too, that do want things to go good. They, they, they're they not out there to get us. They want the same thing we do. That's why there's peace officers out there. Somewhere there's peace officers. I know I've got one here in my county, you know. So there, there are... There are good, you know, people out there too, but yes, the it's gotten so rampant with you know being horrible that it's hard to trust anybody out there, you know, for those positions. But I, I really, I kind of know, but I really hope that when we get this done that these people will just come out of the woodwork and say, yes, now I can protect, you know, because it's so horrible that you have to wait till somebody is actually physically hurt or killed before the police can actually do anything. Right. You can't, you can't call up and say, hey, someone is trying to break into my house. Well, we can't do anything until, you know, well, they might be able to try and prevent the breaking in, but, you know, it's, it's, they don't, you know, if you call and say, I am being stalked, I, somebody is, you know, after me, well, I can't do anything, you know, when you're dead, then give me a call. Okay, yeah, that'll work out really well. <laughs> well, do you know why? Do, do you understand, do you comprehend the why on that? Well, I'm sure I comprehend it, whether I can verbally speak it or not. I'm not sure, so go ahead and tell. Whether I do, maybe somebody else doesn't. But go ahead and the, on what? Why? The, the reason they will not come speedily is because you are not in their corporation. However, when you get a traffic ticket, they will coerce you into thinking, you deserve that ticket when also you do not belong to their corporation. You do not deserve the ticket. It's all about money and getting rid of people. So, and I, and I, oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. Uh, there was an incident where there was a gentleman that uh, called up the police, and I know this sounds like it was a joke or something, but it has more truth to it than fiction, called up the police, said, we see the burglars in our actual tool shed. They are stealing my tools. Oh, we can't do it. We don't have enough manpower. We don't have this. We don't have that. And he said, all right. So the gentleman hung up. And he called back about five minutes later. He says, don't bother coming. I took care of it. I shot them all. 
and they had SWAT team. They mm-hmm. had all sorts of equipment out there, the fire department, everything was out there. And um, they went over to the tool shed where these uh, gentlemen were still working. And uh, I, the one cop says, I thought you said you shot him. Oh, and I thought you said, I thought you said you didn't have any equipment, manpower, or anything that could help me. Oh. That's good. I thought, oops, now he's going to get arrested and put in jail because he shot somebody. No, that's good. I hadn't he, thought about doing something to. like that. Yeah, he didn't have to. All he had to do was say that he did, and they're they're on it like Stink on poop. The numbers of people who have been shot dead by house invaders, we never know because of the fact they don't want us to know that they are permitting these kinds of evil to be done in your neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And is, is we, we should be able to protect our little space on the piece of the earth that we reside on. Yep. You know, there that is our God-given right. And they have taken that away from us. But I wanted to say um when you you know when you were saying that we're they they don't, you know, come out because you're not in their corporation. <clears throat> well, they assume that we are. They assume mm-hmm. that we are in their corporation. And for the most part, most of us, including myself, I mean, it's it's a challenge to get away from all the, you know, luxuries that you've had embedded into your, your brain and your being for your whole entire life. Um, we operate in the corporation. You know, we use the fiat money, we we pay our taxes, we, you know, make our car payments and, you know, pay the <laughs> goofy taxes and interest and everything else on it. We make our mortgage payments, which also has the same stuff going for it. And... So we're operating in the corporation. We have bank accounts. We have credit cards. We have, you know, you name it. We have it. I mean, I'm not saying I have all of it. You know, we use their smartphones. (laughs) We use their wife. I mean, we are in their realm of reality. We, We can get out of it, which is what we're trying to do. And I do believe that things will be made better. However, most people don't comprehend that. They don't comprehend that it can be better. It will be better. And we will have a much better life when we're not under this enforcement of the dot. You know, I, I, it, it just baffles my mind. Every time I think of that little video where it has the mass out here controlled by this dot over here. 
Mm -hmm. Like, what in the world? And it wasn't until, of course, I'm a visual learner, so it wasn't until I really saw that visual that it really, you know, hit me. I'm going, oh, my gosh. Where did this, you know, (laughs) where did this go all wrong? You know, and that's what we're learning with the Beacon 37. We're learning where it went wrong. It it was intended to go right, but then it went wrong because somebody who thought they, you know, had more power, that they deserved that power, took it away or didn't didn't follow through and make, you know, what was supposed to happen, happen. (laughs) And I, you know, anyway, (laughs) I yield. There you go. And uh, it is valuable to, to get your perspective on what you're talking about because so often people don't get that perspective. And what the author is talking about is that video. And I'll send it out with this uh, follow-up. And it's about the tiny dot. Because you number them. Yeah, it is is funny. Uh, You know, when you think about it. When you watch it, you'll sit there and uh, you'll you'll laugh. You'll chuckle. Mm -hmm. Because all of a sudden you're realizing, oh my gosh, it's true. Mm-hmm. We've got this handful of people in perspective to the masses. We've got this handful of people making us believe that if we do not do what they say, they're going to squish us like a bug. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, mm-hmm. they do do some people. It's just like even all these false flags. We know they're false flags, but people still die which is the very, very sad part. And like I said, with every truth there is, or with every lie, there is some truth. Well, the truth is some people are dying. 9-11, a lot of people died. Mm-hmm. But it was still, I still call it a false flag because it wasn't who they try to make us believe it was <laughs> that did it. You know, that was domestic terrorism. That was nothing overseas. <laughs> it was not the, you know, Osama bin Laden and all this garbage. Hussein, Hussein, all this. this, this, this. They, weren't do, they didn't do that to us. And I, it baffles me how I still see that goofy story being believed by people. I can't, you know, you still see it, you know, um, and I don't, I don't watch, you know, the news and TV and stuff, but at times like, okay, if I go to, to the you know, Goodyear, because I'm having my tires worked on or something, you know, whatever. And they have the TV on. I'll I'll see what's going on there. But, you know, they'll they'll even still refer to 9-11 as being Al-Qaeda, you know? And I'm going, are you kidding me? Serious? 
you still think that people out here still believe that? And there are people that believe it. That was one thing in my, yeah, in my schooling. I, we had this one, I had this one class, I forget which class it was. I think it was probably my criminal investigation class, but um, we were in the class discussion and there were some students that were actually talking about 9-11 and, you know, how horrible it is that, you know, all these terrorists, you know, were doing that, doing this to us and, you know, blah, 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 whatever they were talking about. I It was a while back. But I'm going, I can't do this. I cannot sit here in honest, good faith and listen to this bullshit. <laughs> Excuse my language, but that's what it is. It's BS. And I, you know, I was struggling because that seemed to be the topic of the conversation for that, you know, class that day. And I'm going, I have to write something. Um, because that's what you're graded on for the classroom participation. Because it was an online courses that I was taking, so I had to do everything online. And so I, and to sh- prove that I showed up, I have to write something and participate in the class discussion. I have to respond to at least two people, you know, in in a back and forth conversation type of thing. And I said, I don't want to participate in this. <laughs> you know, discussion, because it's crap. And I'm going, okay, you know what? Let's just shoot and holler shit. Excuse my, you know, expression, but I'm going to just put down what I think, what I feel, and let the chips fall where they may. And I told... (laughs) I let them have it. I said, if you people think... That 9/11 was caused by Al Qaeda. You've got to be, have your brain examined. I said this was done in our own backyard. Nobody else but us did this to us. And if you keep on believing this stuff, you're got your head stuck in the sand. And I mean, I went on and on like that. <laughs> and I thought, okay, now we'll see how kind of a grade I get. I was actually complimented by my teacher for standing up. <laughs> I got an A on it. <laughs> Good. Yeah, I was, I was going along. That's yeah. the point that we're trying to make. Yeah, I was I was quite proud of myself. I said, you know, it it does it does matter to stand up every now and then. And I oh. because I had to do something but I, I could not go along with the conversation that was was happening. And so I took a chance, and I happened to have an instructor that knew at least enough to know that I was telling the truth, and um, he gave me a, he gave me an A <laughs> Good. for the for the for the, that you know class comp you know participation. So you know it, you never know what you're going to run into when you stand up for this stuff. You know, I won't go over to my son's house and start talking about this because they'll look at me, you know, like a deer in headlights Mm -hmm. and told me I, you know, 
don't know what I'm talking about, and blah, 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 blah. Eventually, you know, for them, you know, any of my family, honestly. I mean, I know people in Indiana, but you know who they are? My in-laws. Do you think I'm going to approach them with this stuff and say, hey, would you like to help? (laughs) I would get about as far as, you know, my cat will out the door. Which isn't, because he doesn't go outside. Um, But, you know, I mean, for as much as you can know, my in-laws wonder the situation I have with them. So, I I would really, you know, love to be able to say, hey, yes, I know people in Indiana. You know? But, I'm not going to bring them up. (laughs) Not them. Not them. (laughs) You know, them along with my 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 own kids and whatnot. They'll they'll find out when we do it. I'm just gonna have to count on that. You know, that they will when this when when we bring this around and do this, then they will. You know, wow, this is really cool. I'm gonna say. Guess what? I was a part of that. <laughs> and I'm proud of it. You know. There you go. So, you know, I I'm not, you know, looking for kudos from them or anything, but maybe at that point they'll say, "Hmm, maybe she isn't so crazy." You know. Maybe all of her screws aren't loose yet. <laughs> but anyway, Well, it's about 11.15, it's after 11.15 now, and it's time for us to move on into the great wild, into the great universe of life. Oh, oh, sorry, I get carried away sometimes. But but it is time for us to call it a a week um, or a strong and be able to Uh actually... Um, move forward in what we have to do. So I thank you all for coming on the call this morning and for bringing everything forward. So we're going to do our ho-ho-pono-pono now and move to getting on with life. But please, take to heart the fact that you must speak up if you do not like what someone's doing Say so. You have the right to do it. Everyone has the right to do it. So use your right. It is yours. All right. And uh, let's see. We've got, I've saved all the connections. Oh, there's some more. You guys kept talking. So (laughs) I have to go in and save more and get all the notes of my two chatterboxes in the chat room. What a great name, chat room. And they've been chatting away. And thank you, everybody, for being on. And it is time for us to say goodbye. And I hope this has been informative as well as entertaining. But informative is our operative word. Because I want you to be as the whole you 
be as powerful as you can be. It is time that each of us own our power. And um, I can say that Orpha is really stepping up to the plate and um, being a leader. And she's got this Thursday night program that she's doing. It's an introduction to the... um, It's a conference call at 9 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time, and it is for people who want to know more about what is Beacon 37, how can Beacon 37 really make a difference in the world, and bring a friend. It's very good. And if you want to join us, and for uh, Law Fan, it is next Thursday, and that number is, if you have a pencil and paper and want to take it, it's 712 Seven seven zero eight zero one eight. That's seven one two seven seven zero eight zero one eight. And the pin number is five five three seven one one. And there's no pound, so it's five five three seven one one. This is with briefconferencecalling.com. So we will um, we will start at nine. Please come on a little bit early if you can, so I can get through the names um, and the phone numbers before we start at nine o'clock. That'd be I should make that announcement, or if, uh, so they come on a little bit early, so I get everybody registered. Yeah. And that'll and, be real. And with Lost Pan, maybe you could get their last four digits of their phone number now, so when they come on you have an idea when you see that number. Yeah, I, he gave it to me. Uh, I've okay, got it good. In, um, good. In this top, yeah, uh, tell, tell him not to be afraid to speak up, though. Well, I guess I can tell him. He can hear. He can hear. You know, don't be afraid to speak up. We'd love to hear what you have to say. But just because you don't reside here in the United States of America... We've got to make that distinction. It's not just the United States. It's the United States of America um, that we're going for. You know, just just say, well, I don't live, I don't reside there, but I am very interested in what you're doing, so I would like to be a part of your calls. You know, and now that we know kind of who you are, then, you know, that'll be awesome. I'd, lo- I'd love to, you know, hear from somebody, you know, that, is interested in the south side of us. You know, that's that's great. Absolutely. And uh, I'd like to do just one word correction, if I may, Orpha. Reside mm-hmm. is a military word. We are domiciles. Domicile is a real word. Reside is not died. Okay, so, well, I, I, prob- I was trying to find the word that would be proper because okay. I was totally, you know, it's, uh, I don't know if live is a proper word. Or not, no. but okay, well, yeah, no. I, I know, yeah, because you anagramming that you can, you know, do evil or <laughs> whatever. So, yeah, um, but I, also, so, so thank you for the domicile. Huh? Go ahead. I'm sorry. With domicile, that means your your head can be put any place. Yeah, you can lay your head down any place. Reside means you're stuck in that box at that address. Okay. Okay. Thank you for the 
Thank you for the yeah. clarification, and I will use that from now on. Yeah, you're very good about picking that difference up, so that's uh, excellent. Okay, so we're ready to do the ho-ho-pono-pono. And if, Orpa, if you don't mind, if you can explain what that is to uh, to our uh, law fans so he gets where he could actually do it with them. You say it mm-hmm. in, in New Zealand, so New Zealand gets the energy law fan. Go ahead, uh, Orpha, please. Yeah, the Ho'oponopono is a Hawaiian prayer, um, <clears throat> and it's it's meant... Our, its intention is to be able to forgive yourself. Everything that we do, know, say, think, whatever, comes from within. Everything that happens to us comes from within. We actually cause things you know, to happen to us so we don't realize that we're actually doing to ourselves. But anyway we need to be able to forgive ourselves um which is very challenging to do and most people don't think that they need to do that but we really do need to be able to forgive ourselves for a lot of things um if you can't forgive yourself how can you possibly be able to forgive anyone else you know to love somebody you have to love yourself to you know um, have a friend, you must be a friend. It all goes on that way. So if, you know, to be able to forgive somebody, you have to be able to forgive yourself. And that takes care of a lot of stuff that we we wouldn't realize. But anyway, um, hey, stop. Um, anyway, it's called Ho'oponopono, and it is a Hawaiian prayer, and it goes like this. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Please forgive me. Thank you. Thank you. I love you. I love you. And I and I had forgotten to say that we... We repeat, you know, so that everybody gets a chance to, you know, say it. And remember, you're saying this to yourself. You're not asking somebody else's forgiveness. You're asking yourself for forgiveness. You're thanking you for forgiving yourself. You're apologizing to yourself by saying, I'm sorry. And then you're telling yourself you love you. So it's it's all towards you. And... Then we do it in three rounds, and others say it too. So I just want to put that out there. While you heard Wonder Anne, you know, repeating after me, but that's you know, that's why. So anyway, go ahead. I yield. All right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Please forgive me. Thank you. Thank you. I love you. I love you. Who else would do it? What? Would you like to do it, uh, um, Elaine? Sure. Um, All right. 
I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. Please forgive me. Please, Please forgive me. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. I love you. I love you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. How, how, how. And that is... Go ahead. I was just going to say, and that ending part there, it's not part of the Hawaiian prayer, but we add it because we are showing gratitude then. How, how, how is a, like, thank you in a... I believe it's a Native American term. Cause I've seen, I've heard Native Americans say that at the ending of prayers. But whether the lady that told us about that was referring to it as a Native American um, thank you or a type of amen, although the word amen is not a good word. But anyway, I don't know if that's, but that's what that means. That's what that's for. Anyway, go ahead. I'm sorry. That's good. And the value we found from doing this, that it isn't in going inside and forgiving yourself, it's also like a pebbles in a pond where you drop the pebble in and the, the, the ripples go out and bigger and bigger and bigger. And what we found over the, actually we've been doing this for several years, is uh, there, there is more awakening. There is more forgiveness done. This was actually done by a psychologist in Hawaii in a mental hospital where he did this on the files of the men that were incorrigible and so violent they had to change the staff, the guards, every month because it was so exhausting and because of their violence and their ferociousness or ferociousness. And um, he just took their files. And when he read the files, he saw something that he himself may have done. And he asked for forgiveness. And he did the ho-ho-pono-pono. And what they found out in a matter of, I'm going to say several months possibly, or maybe a little longer, the whole hospital was empty because he had done it to every file. And he had forgiven himself for having done that very thing to someone else. And these men were going crazy because of it. So that forgiveness, that energy is very good because we've also learned that in order for things to change first, I must change. I'm the one who rules this body. And that's the one, the one that has to do the changing. I can't tell you to change. I can hope, I can pray, and do all those things that we've done over the centuries. I cannot make you change. You're the only one that can make you change. So take it to heart, and that is how we do this. Now, our next step that we do is we do a major hug. And the hug pulls in everybody in the environment. Even there in New Zealand, we'll go down to New Zealand and pull in New Zealand and the love you have that you're willing to be up at this god-awful time in New Zealand. <laughs> and we'll be on our, on our call 
and and be willing to stay with us for these two. It's now two and a half hours. So and he was on right before we even started. Uh, you wanted to say something? Yes, I did. Um, this Elaine. Um, yeah. I had a hard time with the Ho'oponopono for probably about six months. Uh, and then I, I realized one of my life values is for self-protection is, is not to be self-deceptive, not to lie to myself. And when you say to yourself, well, I did that, I made a mistake, I did something that was harmful to me or others, and you acknowledge it, you are living in truth. And so you're denying deception. And so uh, for me, it's very important. It's one of the strongest strengths we can have is to live in the truth and to be truthful to ourselves so that we can see the truth that's in the world, whether it be good or bad. So that's why I finally uh, said to myself that it's okay to do the ho'opono because it is acknowledging both my flaws and the ability that I have within to forgive myself and to love myself besides it. And that generates that positive power within you that helps your life move forward. Wow. Elaine, that is beautiful. Thank you. That's that's what I was going to say. Wow. (laughs) That is beautiful. Awesome, Elaine. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Awesome is the right word. And I'm really proud of you because, um, my son told me back when he was 17 or 18 that I needed to forgive myself. I didn't until we heard the Ho'opono, and I, and I picked up the Ho'opono probably about four years ago and, and only incorporated it as I felt better about me. So it, it, it's wonderful. You've gotten it a much shorter time than I did. Thank you. That was beautiful, beautiful. So uh, for, and for this next step, we had it from one of our listeners, a, a gal called Patty. And Patty said, gee, we're saying such a deep sound. Why don't we do our, um, our hug and our sound with a smile on our face? Instead of, uh, with just an open mouth. So we do it now with a smile on our face, and we welcome all people to come into our circle of love and are forgiving ourselves. We can actually give more love out to others. So uh, our law fan and way up in there to Nikki in, in Pennsylvania and way up into Canada and across to Europe, But you start first with yourself, your neighbors, your community, your city, your county, your state, and just keep spanning out just like those ripples in the pond so that you include others and more and more. And now wrap your arm around you and let's do on the count of three a smile. One, two, three. Well, I I don't like the E because I have a smile on my face anyway, so I still 
<laughs> do the other thing. So that's a word, you know, but you have the smile. <laughs> I have the smile, so don't worry. I'm, I'm in oh, there. I hey, awesome. We're not huh? here to criticize. We can't see you. <laughs> yeah, but you could hear me. He knew I wasn't doing E, but I, it, I, I'm able to. Not that's, doing E, but I do have a smile on my face. So that's that's the choice. This is not a uh, an oligarchy or a dictatorship. <laughs> you have your choices. But thank you, everybody. Oh, I've got to turn off the recording. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.